I wore a bird shirt in honor. Oh, nice. <laughs> I almost, I was considering, like, actually getting dressed up. I was going to wear, like, a nice necklace. Like, actually, like, put on makeup, like, wear a nice little black dress. I was going to, like, get dressed up and be like, this is just a really big night. Um, and then I was like, that's ridiculous. I'm just going to go to bed after this. I'm just going to put on a bird shirt. <laughs> but one of these days, I'm going to get black tie for maybe maybe next week. Black Fancy. tie ducktails discussion. This is a momentous occasion. This oh, is. It, it sure is. <laughs> um. Welcome to a special episode of Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. Uh, I'm Pajiba Comedy Editor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, are Pajiba Managing Editor Tori Preston. Woo! <laughs> Hello, Tori. And friend present Dustin Rolls. This sounds like you're Dustin Rolls. Sounds like you're saying you are a present. Or like it's you're, a DuckTales reference. Right, I understand that. But I'm saying like it sounds very self-centered. I am a friend present. Yeah. <laughs> a gift. Uh, <laughs> um, we've talked about it before, but just to remind you, if this is your first time here, also, how did you find this podcast? Uh, this is... We're doing, a really strange podcast. We're, ta- we're talking <laughs> about... Uh, oh, actually, no, it would make sense, because we're talking about DuckTales. We're talking about the, the 2017 reboot of DuckTales. Uh, it won our uh, first quarter... Fiscal categorization. categorization challenge. Insanely. Uh, it defeated <laughs> Clone High, I believe, in the finals. Yes. Uh, and which means that we're going to spend a couple weeks uh, talking just about DuckTales uh, episodes, which have been curated for us by our senior DuckTales expert, Tori Preston. Uh, we, we watched six episodes. Uh, we'll get into that in just a minute. But before we do, uh, Dustin took a drink of his, I don't know, wine or beer. So we, we should find out what he's drinking. This week, I, I took my son to the grocery store, and I said, son, <laughs> we're doing a podcast, and I'm going to let you pick out whatever wine you want. And that... <laughs> oh, I'm hearing it now. Is that your dog? <laughs> it was my dog chasing the cat. <laughs> I thought it was the train for a second. <laughs> hearing it in my uh, head in my headphones now for the first time, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it's really disturbing. <laughs> um, so I went to the grocery store and I said, uh, you know, pick out whatever you want. This is going to be a topic at some point on the um, podcast. And he proceeded to pick out the worst wine he could find. <laughs> Just It was like a $7 generic store-bought organics from Shaw's. Oh, good for him. So it's fancy Shaw's. (laughs) Yeah, that's high end. Mm. Why didn't he go for the box? Oh, I don't know. I don't think he saw the box. Otherwise, he might have. It tastes like um, Chardonnay and rubbing alcohol. Nice. Yeah. Are you, how far into the bottle are you? Honestly, I started it last night, and now I'm finished. I'm, I've got I'm, this glass left, and then I'm going on to another one. Did he get two bottles, or you have, like, a better wine? I, I, well, it, I, I, honestly, it's not better. It's called uh, 
Novenophobia, <laughs> and it was twice as much, and it doesn't taste any better, really. Even after having had the other one? Yes. Oh. You're going to feel great tomorrow. Yeah. It's still better <laughs> than White Claw. Oh, my God. Last week, Was it last week that I had White Claw? Yeah. The hangover. Oh. Oh, you had you had the hangover. Yeah, it's it's seltzer and malt liquor. That's what the, but, that's what's in there. It's malt liquor. Yes, it does not feel yes. good the next morning. No, and if I you get not. one with and the flavors always have like the sugar, so and it it just it it makes it worse somehow. Yes, and it doesn't feel like it's like making you drunk, but it really does. It it gets you drunk. Yeah. I, over the weekend, I did have a better brand seltzer? of seltzer. Did you have alcohol. truly? Yes, I had truly. Did you have the margarita ones? Yes, I did. And it was all right. It was pretty good. They were okay. Yeah. I yeah. tried one. I didn't like, they had like a strawberry hibiscus that was a little too like fakey, but they had a mango, like a chili mango margarita flavor. Oh. And I was like, I kind of really like this. <laughs> like I may have found my, my trash drink. Maybe, yeah, I, I, I might do a, a circuit with the hard seltzers just to see. Well, you know, they I, make big bottles of the big cans of the Topo Chico <laughs> hard <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> just, I mean, really, they're really big. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like that. They can't all be malt liquor, though, right? They're all generic alcohol. Yeah, they're all, yeah. I mean, it's not like any of them have actual tequila. It's hard seltzer. <laughs> I know, but shouldn't you put, like, some cheap vodka or something in it at least? How do you, how do you think they keep the price down? Yeah. I don't... I don't it's costs the same. Uh, well, I guess there is more of it. It's like... Like $10 for a 12-pack? Is that right? Something like that? For White yeah. Claw? Yeah, 10 or 12, yeah. Yeah, I think I got a twelve pack. I think I still have like nine in the fridge. Oh, sitting. you gotta finish. You gotta finish those before you buy more. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're sitting right next to that French toast beer <laughs> for the next pajama con. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what you should be drinking. I don't know yeah. why we keep talking about other things. That's true. It's gonna be a special occasion until you finish this... what you already have. What the hell do you think this is? <laughs> Not a special occasion. Oh, excuse wow. me. Excuse me. I guess next week will be because Ducktales right. is ending. <laughs> <laughs> the Ducktales finale. Uh, Tori, what are you drinking? I have more of my uh, Frankie, the Zero Gravity, the Ale with Fruit. Okay. Um, I found more of it, and I really, I like it. I don't know why. It's like the nice balance of, like, tasting, like, beer, but still having a little bit of the kick, like, without it being just, like, too fruity. I don't know. I'm. It's very refreshing. So, I might be drinking this all summer. I may have found oh. my drink. Although, nice. I did want to say, um, I should have bought another bottle. I finally found, like, a $12 Lambrusco, which was my old favorite, like, um shit wine (laughs) it's like sparkling red wine um it's never very good it's never very expensive um i think the most i've ever paid for a bottle was like a a better brand for like 20 dollars. but usually they're around 12 dollars. um but they never it's like even when they're bad they're never that bad you don't get that like weird rubbing alcohol it's like yeah i don't know so i love lambrusco so i had a i had a bottle of that but i drank it this weekend 
so I'll oh, have to get more. I, I had a poker game at my house on Friday, and this guy, he's always comes to the poker games. He's like a really great guy. Just incredible guy, but... We get it. You have friends. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but at the end of every poker game, he always takes his beer and leaves, which is like a weird faux pas. Like, if you bring beer to somebody's house, you just leave it at the end of the poker game, right? Nobody actually takes their beer home. But well, how every... many did he have left? Mm-hmm. Well, well uh, I, I'm going to explain why he does. Oh. So I... Uh, <laughs> and all of these times that I see him and him just walking away with the beer, and I'm like, that's weird. Everybody else leaves their beer. He always goes home with his beer. Yeah. And this week, I actually looked at his beer. It was Guinness non-alcoholic beer, which nobody in the world would want. Would want. Oh. Yeah. Ew, so really, he's what? doing a favor. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. He's a sober guy. Yeah. Yeah. Good for, for him. Some yeah. reason, why would you Once, drink Guinness? Maybe non-alcoholic. Well, yeah, and maybe he used to really like dark beers, and that's like the one you can get that you know gives yeah. him that flavor. I don't know. I can't imagine a Guinness non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, you could just it's eat just bread. Sludge. Just, just <laughs> eat bread. Just have a have a can of bread. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin has those all over all the time. <laughs> Cans right. of canned bread. <laughs> oh man. Um, how about you, Dan? Oh, um, I so I didn't have anything new, alcohol wise, because Dan, it's things are week. right. Things are busy. Oh. But see, so what happened is I have a uh, I have some mez mezcal. Ooh. Uh, and Ooh. one thing that did appear in the fridge this week that I did not purchase was. A, uh, a grapefruit soda, which I normally don't keep on hand. Yes! So I've mixed the two in my Podjiva mug, and it's pretty good. Grapefruit It's very soda good. You just have, yeah, you're having a Paloma. Is that what a Paloma is? Basically. Okay. I've well, had mezcal Palomas, yeah. Um, you got to get a little chili salt rim going on. I don't know what a me- what mezcal is. I've it's what? smoky. Oh. Yeah, that's about right. I don't know. It's some kind of alcohol with oh, it's stuff like, in it. Like imagine like burnt tequila. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. Some yeah. Grapefruit. Yeah. I feel like it's not as. Is it not as harsh as tequila? I feel like it's not as harsh. It's as not tequila. as harsh, but then it has. But it's a more distinct flavor. So. Yeah. Um, um, is it gonna fuck you up? I mean, it'll be a nice little. I think I'll hit a nice yeah. plateau. <laughs> Anyway, we should move on. Dan because will we've be got... dancing to the DuckTales theme by the end. Oh. Um, we'll see. Did you guys... I Okay, can I just start off by saying that... You know how... There's a whole Twitter thing where people talk about, like, uh, the television intros that, like, you can't skip. And everybody always has their opinion. And I'm like, I'm the asshole that skips every television intro except for DuckTales. Like, even re-watching it for this podcast, every time the intro came on, I was just like, do, 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 do. I just like, I literally wiggle in my seat. Like, I can't help at it. What, at one point, I I uh, threatened to skip past the uh, intro, and my kids threatened to revolt and, like, kill me. Good. Good. <laughs> said, what the fuck, Dad? <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you threaten that? That's horrible. <laughs> Um, but I mean, yeah, you should no, never I, skip intros, but especially this intro. Never? Mm-hmm. I mean, 
mean, sometimes it's like, I'm sorry. Like Westworld. That... Yeah. The intro is setting. It sets the mood. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are just pointlessly long. Honestly, my favorite intros are, uh, the DuckTales one is amazing. Uh, although my favorites are usually anime because it's 90 seconds of like a hard J-Rock song <laughs> that is totally so inconsistent with what the show actually is. Yeah. They're, but and it's always amazing. Sometimes every season they change it. So you mm-hmm. kind of like, it's always like a discovery when you yeah. move on to a new season. You're like, yeah. oh, they've got this. I love it when they always, they start with like the really uh, thoughtful, sorry, I've been watching Tokyo Ghoul. And it's like this really weird, like heartfelt, like melodic, like lovely song. And then it's like all blood and guts for the episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, um. But yeah, DuckTales. So yeah, Tales. so we watched uh, six episodes of DuckTales that were curated by you Tori. You six episodes. How many did you watch, Dustin? <laughs> I watched the six plus two of the extra credit plus maybe two other just... Wow. Oh. Look, my kids, my kids like it. And they were like, no, we got to find out what happens next. <laughs> Um, did you find that watching it with your kids, was it a, did it change your experience? Like, cause I watch it obviously without children. So I, I can't, like, I have an idea of why it's good for kids, but I, it's purely uh, hypothetical. Well, that was kind of, I mean, that's my one issue with DuckTales is it, it's a kid's show. I mean, yeah, it's clearly a kid's show yes. and my kids like it, but it's not there's not a lot of like jokes that go over kids' heads for adults. Uh, you didn't think that the Evil Dead homage is oh. a golden spear? No, and, and, and my son, we just watched Evil Dead too, like a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I included that episode specifically, not because like it, it is one with Della, and like there's plot to it, but I specifically included it because I was like, "It's the Evil Dead homage episode." <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was the Della stuff that really hooked them. And now, like, particularly my twins, they're, like, disappointed now that they didn't start at the beginning and watch it all the way through. Because now they say they're going to watch it all the way through. But it's not cool because now we know what's going to happen. But they also want to watch a lot of, like, Della-centric episodes that's yeah. not on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, Della is uh, Paget Brewster. Oh, that's Paget Brewster. That's Paget oh. Brewster. Yeah, I really thought it was the police chief from Psych. Huh. No, so, yeah, no, Paget Brewster. Well, that um, makes sense. Yeah, and I felt bad. I mean, I will say, like, they're not missing two, the first season. There's a lot of um, most like the the arc for the first season is kind of them finding clues to try and figure out what happened to her but they don't right. really reveal and so and it's eventually like uh dewey dewey and the and the triplets kind of like getting different clues and then finally getting scrooge to admit like okay this is what happened she took the spaceship we don't know where she went we never found her and then you cut to season two and you find out yeah she crashed on the moon and she's mm. been there the whole time so there it is a point, really nice just, build up but they're just really really like upset because they're worried about Donald because he's on the moon and they're like what the fuck is happening and they're like why won't these episodes tell us 
I had to pick six. No, I know. And <laughs> like, there will be, we will fit probably before next week, we will watch extra ones so we can find out what happened to Donald. Okay. I don't know who voices Donald, but that is incoherent garble. Well, so it's, right. So that is a very, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just traditional Donald voice, but in the mm-hmm. few times where they give him, like, th- something will happen to Donald where, like, suddenly he speaks normally, it's Don Cheadle. Oh, oh it is? <laughs> They get Don Cheadle. So there's only like two episodes where like Donald has a normal voice, but when he does have a normal voice, it's Don Cheadle. <laughs> and it is very funny. I'm looking forward to that. If yes. in fact we get to. I don't that. remember if we end up with one of them. It might be. You'll end up watching it though, anyway. Yeah, you'll find it. Yeah, your kids will. You <laughs> we gotta don't watch all of have it. a show going on in the family right now. So like every night it's like, oh, we get to watch Jacktails. Yeah. And like, and so, and this was one thing, like I was concerned because you're absolutely right. It is a kid's show and like, I can love it. Um, and I do think that there are certain things like I like that. Um, I think it's very clever in the way that it does, you know, even it, it does an evil dead thing, but it's still kid friendly or it'll mm-hmm. do like a very clear Dr. Who homage, but like in a way that is still like, you don't need to know anything about Dr. Who to understand it is completely a DuckTales thing. Um, so there are like moments where it's able to break out of just the Disney thing and be a little bit meta, but always in a way that you can just read it as DuckTales. Um, I think the reason I, despite it being 100% a kid show, um, what I liked about it and what I think why I got really into it was that, um... As somebody who grew up on the original and on kind of Disney afternoons and all that stuff, um, I think that it's a really smart adaptation. Like it's a or a really smart update. Mm-hmm. Like there are lots of shows that get rebooted or you know nostalgia makes them get resurrected and all this stuff. And this was one where. I think they were really smart in how they updated it. Like every single character feels like it has more depth. The stories have more depth. Um, They do have these kind of season long arcs and yeah, maybe, you know, it's all, it's going to have, every episode is going to have a message. Everything is very family friendly. Um, But the little touches, like I, I really like what they did with uh, Weddy Mm -hmm. Um, making her like, cause like, I, I don't know, Dustin, if you, did, you probably, did you ever watch the original DuckTales? I don't, I mean, I may have seen one in passing, but not enough right. to remember. I mean, it was, I mean, it was good, but it was fine. It was, the, the triplets were indistinguishable. Yeah. Webby was just the girl oh, duck. Oh, that's like a mm-hmm. joke in this, yeah. Right, like people don't, like, the the fact that, and it's not just the voice acting, although I think the, the guys that they got to play the, you know, Huey, Dewey, and Louie are great for them. But the fact that each one has their own personality and there will be episodes driven around their personalities. Yeah. Um, and, and the day of the only child, which is like. Right. Which is all about how they want to be. Right. right. Um, and Webby in particular, because Webby was just always, yeah, she was just the girl one. She's yeah. just the girl. She's just kind and of this, tagging along, basically. Yeah. And like had nothing to her and they really i like that it's like no she's the one who's a better fighter a better you know she's awkward but she you know is the adventurous one and and she you know she ends up being really pivotal pivotal um 
they gave, you know, her, her granny, you know, uh, Mrs. Uh, Beaksley or whatever, like they, her whole history as a spy, which I don't think you've gotten much of in these episodes yet, but no. the her whole backstory is she's a secret agent. So like, she's a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, I did gather that. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I like the way that uh, without making the show into something it isn't, they were able to enrich it and bring it and modernize it in a way that uh, this is the superior version. Like, it just, like... Um, I, I will say, like, oh, so, like, the first couple of episodes, it was like, this is very clearly a kid's show, and there's a few good jokes here and there, but after a few episodes, it started to grow on me quite a bit. And then the fact that my kids were so into it, although... My kids want me to tell you that if you love DuckTales, you will really, really love Gravity Falls. I am aware, and I am starting it. <laughs> oh, so I... tell them I am, yes. Yes. You're, hearing you be as into Gravity Falls as that has got me, I will watch. I'm, it's on and, my list. And, and the, even with Gravity Falls, for me, it took me a few episodes to like really get into it. And I think yeah. the, arc, the Della arc was kind of crucial to like all of us getting really invested into it yeah and that is that is a big part of it like mm-hmm. you know first season is sort of the kids really kind of coming to grips with the the separation you know like wanting to know the history of this family and and why whatever happened to their mother um there's another part that i basically we're, we're skipping over i don't think i gave you really any magicka dispel episodes but that's the other part of the first season is there are always these enemies scrooge's enemies um and so there's a whole thing where webby has a friend named lena turns out she's possessed by um a, an evil witch magicka dispel who's voiced by Catherine tate so every oh. so every time it's us and yeah and so it's magicka <laughs> is against scrooge so you end up That's with david amazing. tennant and Catherine mm-hmm. tate just like fighting um is so there, we're skipping uh, a lot of that but a backstory on the ghost butler ghost butler yeah there is a an episode which i guess oh it's damn it i can tell you the episode but there's a i, I it was on my list originally i think it's most dangerous game night or no basically there's an episode where they're throwing a birthday party for scrooge and he hates it and it it turns into it's this whole mystery and you you find out that like the ghost butler uh butler pretends to be a demon or whatever and then it's like the reveal that like no it's you know duckworth it's our old butler he's been here the whole time and yeah and so you see him in flashbacks and stuff like that but yeah they just have a ghost butler but you his reveal comes later Oh, okay. Um, and we saw him in uh, uh, Last Christmas right. live. So uh, that was, yeah, in the in that flashback. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I loved the Lin Manuel episode. Yeah, and I needed to. So, and Gizmo Duck is a Duck. big. Darkwing yeah. Duck is coming. <laughs> Wait, when he, was a, did? he was a TV show. So he's a TV in that show. episode. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then we had Gizmo Duck. And then that's the introduction of Gizmo Duck, and then we will. So this is the one. This is the other thing. I think it's an interesting adaptation. Is they took a lot of like, obviously Darkwing Duck was another show. 
Oh, it was? That okay. was a... Yeah. yeah, like, so Disney Afternoons, you had DuckTales, you had Darkwing Duck, you had Tailspin, you had Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. All of those are introduced in various ways in DuckTales. Chippendale so, there is so that one only ends up with like a little minor uh it's one one scene in one episode i think in the third season but it's a really wonderful little nod to like the the last show they haven't kind of addressed and it's like there's a there's a lab and you see like a couple of chipmunks and a couple of mice build an airplane and fly away and it's like it's the rescue rangers they just like (laughs) flew through the back of the shot like it's really cute um they, yeah, they, they do um, the Tailspin character, uh, Kit Cloud Kicker. They end up meeting him as an adult. And it's, it's that one is literally like a whole episode that's what, whatever happened to Kit Cloud Kicker. Like what happened oh, yeah. after Tailspin? How did he grow up? Um, but the Darkwing uh, stuff is the more seeded in because they, they start out introducing it as a TV show that uh, Launchpad, Launchpad, who is like maybe my favorite character, um, Bex Bennett. Great. Um, he, like, he's obsessed with it. And then we will actually, the next episode on our list that we'll kick off next, next week with, uh, Duck Knight Returns is kind of the big, goes from being a TV show to being a real, um, a character, like an actual in-world character kind of thing. Um, and that one is probably my favorite episode of the whole show. So we'll talk about it, um next week but yeah it's there's a whole multi-season and the same thing with gizmo duck which was always a character in these shows like yeah uh the introduction of him with lin-manuel uh and then yeah like as he becomes a hero and becomes a bigger part of the show and um that we haven't heard much from you wait did you had you watched any ducktales before i had seen so i i watched the original growing up and um I remember seeing the movie in theaters. Yeah, it was, there was Lost, a Lost there was a Lamp movie. or something. Yeah, yeah. Treasure, yeah. Um, but the, uh, I didn't really, I watched, I had seen the pilot when it released, but I didn't really dig into it. Like, I, I watched a couple and I, it was kind of like, oh, I get this. And then just, you know, you get busy with other stuff. Um, but I think the thing that strikes me about it is that the, um, the the like compared to the original this has much more like emotion in its storytelling um versus like the original is fun but it's kind of i feel like it's kind of a flat like pure just like cartoon yeah it's just Um, there's an adventure yeah yeah um there are also other things like you were saying like the movie like there's a lot of little references that they pull to you know things that happen in the show oh that reminds me. Uh, one of the references I couldn't believe. So when they reveal that Dell is on the moon, then I looked up some stuff because I was like, "There's no way that they're referencing what I think they're referencing," and they're referencing the Nintendo game, which yes. I also played, which had a moon level. And like, there's one point where I, I watched a clip of like her on the moon, and it's the theme music it's from the that theme level. Music. That, that was what redone. I was just going to bring up. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's not video game. So there, it was, was amazing. <laughs> It was amazing. So they actually, yeah. and you could get it for your kids too. You can, um, I think they might have it on, if it's not on Switch now, like I know they, they basically remastered the whole game. Mm-hmm. I had it and it was on all platforms. So I think you should be able to buy it. I, I looked um, it up. It's actually not on Switch. 
but it's it is on. Switch, I have iOS. it on Xbox, so you could get it on. You could get it on Xbox or. Oh, or you can like download iPhone it as an app or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was. It was a Super a Nintendo game. Yep. Um, and no yeah, original. The moon original level. NES. Oh, it was original. It was original. Oh, God. But yeah, they have the so the moon theme music. There's a lot of uh, the f- action scenes with Scrooge where he's bouncing on the cane yeah. is very much like that was his move in the yeah. game. Um, you jumped on yeah, enemies the, like a like it was like a pogo stick kind of like a pogo stick like that's his whole thing. So yeah, there's there are parts of the show that are more inspired by the video game because like <laughs> that was and again it's that weird. So we talk about you know for saying like jokes that don't. Uh, there's nothing that really goes over kids' heads. It's not necessarily the humor. It's literally like the way it weaves in the nostalgia that adults will remember that the kids will have no idea about. Mm-hmm. Um, so like as an adult, it's not like there are jokes that I'm the only one chuckling at. It's me kind of going, why does that theme music sound familiar? Like, right. oh my God, it's the video game. Like it's these things from my childhood and like, yeah, the introduction of these other Disney afternoon shows and stuff like that. And, and the way it, it's all woven together in a meaningful way that doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's pandering. It still feels like it's its own thing. Um, I, I don't know. I just think it's, I'm just really impressed with how it all yeah. Happened. And, but yeah, I'm the, glad you caught the moon yeah. the moon stuff. And and the <laughs> fact that like they this show, I mean, I feel like a lot of shows do this well, but this show has one of the best like cast to character like matching someone a performer to the character in a way yeah. that like you hear who they're playing and you're like, "Oh, I see it." Yeah. Like instantly. And that's also given, because there is a, a criticism of a lot of animated stuff where it's like, you know, we keep getting these a- actors, like live action, you know, actor actors who will do voice parts. And it's like, why don't you just hire a voice actor? And I have a lot of respect for voice actors. They're great, mm-hmm. like, uh, sort of um, voice actors in the show who have that long trajectory with Disney in particular, like uh, Glomgold and stuff like that. Like, like they're voice actors in the show. Right. But for how many recognizable actors are in the cast and the fact that it is not a, uh, a distraction, mm-hmm. like you're saying, like it's no, like it's clearly Ben Schwartz, but also perfect for Dewey or it's, you know, it's clearly David Tennant, but it's a very good Scrooge. Like, um, it's one of the few times that I think you can have that many actors in the, in the cast and it doesn't bother me. I'm not sitting Mm -hmm. there going like stunt casting. (laughs) (laughs) So Schwartz, I picked up on and and Danny Pudi, I picked up and it wasn't until like the fifth episode. That's Bobby Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan. Yep. Um, yeah, and so and Bex Bennett, Lin Manuel, uh, Jim Rash hey. is the yeah. I remember Jim Rash. Who's Bex Bennett? He's Launchpad. Launchpad. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. Yeah he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very good Launchpad. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you notice who the and the buzzard? Obviously. Oh yeah. Wait, the buzzard? Yeah. Mark like Evan the, Jackson. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. Ugh, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Kate McCucci as, uh, as yep. uh, Garfunkel. Webby. <laughs> yes, Garfunkel. 
as Webby. I think that was like the first one I picked up on. Was she Garfunkel or was she Oates? I don't know. All right. I think she was Garfunkel. Okay. Yeah. I was like, hey, she's from Scrubs. Oh. <laughs> she was in Scrubs. That's right. Ted's wife. Oh, Ted. But it's also funny because, I mean, a lot of those guys do a lot of other voice acting. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I mean, obviously Ben Schwartz is freaking Sonic the Hedgehog or he's <laughs> right. in one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles things or, you know, Bobby Moynihan does a lot of that stuff. I feel like Patrick Brewster must be. Well, she's got she's an adult. So good. She's got an adult swim show now. Oh. Um, that I think got is starting its second season. It's like Bird Girl or something. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, Dan, is that a lucrative profession? Voice acting. I have no idea. Um, I know that you can make a living at it if you do enough of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, and I think there's so. It's not just voice acting, but so, you know, uh, the podcast uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour. So a lot of the main actors from Thrilling Adventure Hour end up on that because it's uh, Mark Evan Jackson has is one of the big ones. Paget Brewster and uh, her show, her Thrilling Adventure segment is um, Beyond Belief. And so it's like her character is married to Paul F. Tompkins. He plays... Um, their lucky cousin Gander or whatever. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So. Gladstone? Gladstone, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of it's it's kind of funny, too, because there's clearly this, like, community that they pick up people from, and they'll just kind of, yeah, pop in. Um, and I will admit, like, the Don Carnage episode, I was trying to balance... Um, Obviously, arc stuff. I wanted it's to get hard when you only had six episodes yeah. to work with. Yeah, and I, I was kind of like, I wasn't sure what would get Dustin in particular. So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, this one at least it's got Ben Schwartz singing. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll remind him of the after party. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing that got me most was Della, and but also that uh, my only the only child episode. Oh, that second thing with with. Friend present. Oh my god, that yeah, kid. Was yeah, absolutely hilarious and disturbing as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I think that kid comes back. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, if that kid comes back, I think so. Yeah. Oh, good. A lot That's, of things in the show kind of cycle around, and yeah, that is interesting. I feel like we're oh, missing a lot by not watching everything. Yeah, I mean, there's only one solution to that problem. I know. You actually have the solution in front of you. <laughs> and I feel like I'm going, I mean, there's, I, we're already watching, like, the extra credit episodes plus, like, extra Others. episodes on top of that. So I feel like we're going to end up seeing a good chunk of the series, if not most. But I also think, I mean, it's hard because there, I mean, what I, the challenge I've found is that there are arc stuff, but then there's the individual stories. Like I, I had to kind of pick because part of it's, I, you know, I like the random adventure episodes because they always speak to like certain characters. And like, so there are wonderful Launchpad episodes or there's wonderful uh, Huey episodes. I don't think I have a single like real standout Huey episode mm-hmm. picked but I really like Huey's character. Like uh, Danny Pudi does a great job. It's always, um, I don't have any of the, like I said, I was skipping all the Magicka stuff. Cause it was like, I can't, I don't have time to build 
to explain that whole story arc. So we're missing a lot of the webby stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it, it definitely felt like for whether it was by accident or by design that like you kind of picked like Dewey. Uh, oh, that was because of Dustin. Yeah, I picked okay. Dewey. I picked Dewey, and then <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, I was just like, I don't know if anyone can get him. It'll be Ben Schwartz. Right. I figured Ben Schwartz, and then Della, just because like of all of the arc stuff, Della is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are episodes that I picked because are there it's... arcs as good as Della's? I think she's the most emotional arc. Um, there's certain plot things where it's like, there, like, there's a whole, all of Scrooge's enemies conspiring against him. The, the buildup of, I think, Fowl, which is the, the Mark Evan Jackson buzzard. Like, he is the big bad of the show. And so, like, we could be tracing, like, the hints at his thing from season one through season Mm -hmm. three. Like, um... And then there are certain episodes where it's like, I don't care. I'm picking it because I like it, which was to me like that. Um, something. Wing. Yeah. The, when we get to the Darkwing stuff, uh, especially uh, Duck Knight Returns. Next week will be a lot of stuff that's like, I don't care. I like it. Um, the Glom Tales <laughs> one, because I'm just like, I really think Glom Gold is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So we're doing Glom Tales. <laughs> um, Double O Duck, just to get the, Jason. The Sky Pirates. I assume you picked because of the singing. Yeah, it was because it was singing Ben Schwartz. Yeah, it was good, yeah. It was just, but, and it was also, I wanted to give you an example of, like, a funny, just, like, standalone, like, this is just the one-off. Right. Well, like, the one, the gizmo, gizmo duck, is that right? Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, Tori is pandering to me. But then also, this is really great. It's great. <laughs> and that one, and that one, like, you have to pick because, again, like, Gizmo Duck is a character from the old show. So it was like, for everyone else, it was exciting that, like, they brought him back. They did that kind of an introduction. And it was Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's done in a way where if you did not remember him whatsoever, you would still be really excited to see it. Like, right. it's cool. <laughs> and he continues to be a part of the show. Um. And I think ultimately they do that with Darkwing, too. It also uh, even gave a little bit, like, again, we're only watching a few episodes, but it gave the an example of the way the continuity works, where, like, the the horse, uh, the, the yeah. statue-headed horse ghost, or horse guy, I forget his name. From the first episode. From the first episode, is there as the assistant, just kind of, like, in a comedic role at this yeah. point, but... And, like, you didn't see it, but all of the stuff with uh, Jim Rash's character and, like, the uh, robots being evil and the light bulbs. Like, that's because in a previous episode, one of his light bulbs went evil. (laughs) And so, like, even this episode, like, his his whole bit, Mm -hmm. like, that is continuity from earlier. Yeah. Um, Um, Oh, and Josh Brenner as uh, the other inventor. As, yeah, Mark Beeks. Yeah. Yeah. Beaks. And there and Mar- and Beaks comes back over mm-hmm. and over again, like there's evolution of him now pursuing like Gizmo Duck and like his different. Yeah. What do we know about the creative team behind Ducktales? Uh, it turned out I went to college with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Something I found out after the show ended. My friend was like, "You know, that's Frank from." like our film classes <laughs> like no <laughs> didn't put two and two together um but yeah so it's uh, matt youngberg francisco and um and 
I don't know. It's weird because the show ended. It seems like. I don't know why Disney ended it, but I, it also seems like this this is a creative team that I don't see them going away. I'm just not sure what the next project really is. Mm-hmm. Right, the, the pandemic messed up my timing. How, when did this end? Like two years ago? Uh, the I remember last... it ended and then you couldn't watch the end until it came. Yeah, because I, because I didn't have cable and then it didn't come... So the last episode, I think, aired March 15th, 2021. Oh, okay. They split the last season. They divided. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like they had announced it was done before they actually released, I think, the last batch, right? Yeah. Yeah, they tended to kind of divide up the seasons. Why did they cancel it? I mean, it's huge. Or? It was a huge cast. Um, I don't know that the... I think... I think they knew the end was coming. I think that um, it was an interesting show in that it, it predated, I think, Disney Plus. So it started out on, like, you know, they're airing it on Disney, but then it would go to Disney had that other app. XD? XD. Well, there was Disney XD is like the channel, right? Mm-hmm. Like they had all their okay. different, right. There's Disney Channel, Disney XD, whatever. But then they also had this app. That was the Disney Channel app. So DuckTales would go there, and but you had, it was like, it was the um, tethered. So, so like if you had a cable subscription, if you were a subscribe, if you had Disney Channel on your package, you could log into the app through your cable provider. Right. Um, they launched Disney Plus. It takes them a while to put DuckTales over there. I think some of their programming is still... I think they're still figuring out the the method of like how do you really program for the channel versus having all of their programming really designed for that for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Everything should just go on Plus. Um, but yeah, so I think that this was a show that cost quite a bit of money. I think the animators like it's really good animation, huge cast. Um, and I think that it should have spawned a lot more, and I think they didn't really have a plan for it. And with Disney Plus coming in, it's kind of like, let's take a pause and think about this. Because I kind of, I anticipated them using DuckTales to then spin off a duck, uh, Darkwing Duck show, spin off a, um, I mean, I guess, it, you know, they did the, a different thing for Chippendale. But like, mm-hmm. kind of start using this as a platform to do other things. I don't think that it is done entirely. Um, remember, was it last year when they announced all of those shows where they're like bringing back X-Men 96 or whatever? Like, I think they are gearing up. I think the pandemic affected things, but I would imagine that they're going to, uh. You think you are going to save DuckTales? No. No, I don't think it's done. I think that they'll bring it back for specials. I think they will, um, I think that you will... If nothing else, there will at least be, like, random specials, but I think they will figure out a way to, like, do spinoffs or whatever. It's also kind of in that weird zone where when when the show is canceled, that was kind of when all of the streaming services were kind of discovering what is about the right number of episodes mm-hmm. for, like, at, at least according to their algorithms. 
And three seasons, 20-something episodes each. That's like, that's, that's like 75 yeah. episodes. So, so that's, that's, good. that's actually yeah. a pretty sizable library. Um, yeah. which, so it's like, unless it was a giant hit, which maybe it wasn't, I mean, I don't, I have no idea what constitutes a giant hit for Disney, but, yeah. um, if it wasn't, then yeah, maybe the cost of it, or maybe just the idea of like, we have enough to then make other stuff or launch other shows. Well, or, and if you think of like comparable, like, you know, we, we, we think about a lot of those old Disney shows as like running forever, but they really didn't. They made... You know, I don't know if they even made a hundred episodes of some of those. Like you, they would have they would run for three to four seasons, but those three to four seasons would be rerun so constantly. It's like you just had to have enough episodes so that you could just keep rerunning them, and it would kind of feel like <laughs> you were seeing the same ten right. over and over again. Right. Um, Tori, what motivated? An adult woman to seek this out. What what was it that you were like? Oh, I wanted to watch Ducktales, and then got really attached to it. Have you ever just like needed a shot of pure joy in your day? Like, have you ever just sure. like? And, and honestly, it was that. I think I wanted. There's a lot of thing. I've gotten less. Um, precious about my entertainment and there are some I feel like sometimes I used to you know things had to be like clever smart like you know challenging and you know that's all fine and I like weird things I like my Twin Peaks or I like my you know but I think that there I realize that there is just a room room in my in my life where I, I just need something that is very simple and very pure and just just makes me happy and I'm sorry. Like, I think I would initially. Yeah. Like, it's just, I just, it, it's, and in that, to say the thing, it's not like I'm, it's hours upon hours. It's like it was a half an hour once a week, and I would watch it on Saturday mornings, and I could just oh sit God. on my. You know, right. And it was, <laughs> I was just like, this is just all I want. I want to drink my coffee and eat my, you know, eggs and like just watch a Saturday, you know, ca- cartoon. Um, and I do think it was, it was oh, initially I I like, it that away. Yeah. and I think it's also, you know, uh, initially it was, yeah, David Tennant doing Scrooge McDuck, like, yes, please. And then I started watching <laughs> it. I was like, this is just so much fun. And it was stuff that I didn't realize I even had nostalgia for. And the show brought it back. And I think that was part of the joy for me was like, kind of going like, it's making me remember things I didn't know I had forgotten. Um, so I'm not like normally a, I mean, I am a nerd, but I I wasn't, I'm not just some like old school Disney, like fan girl. Like I don't care. (laughs) I wasn't the kid who had all the like soundtracks to the Disney movies growing up. I had friends who did that, who had every single like soundtrack DVD and would sing them. And I was like, I have actual music. Um, I did not watch Disney movies growing up, and no. I did not. I had never seen a Disney movie until I met my high school girlfriend, and I was eighteen, and she introduced me to a couple of the Disney movies she was obsessed with, and that was like my first experience with Disney movies. I wasn't a fan. And you're a little old, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I liked the, I liked the movies growing up. Like, I I remember really liking Sleeping Beauty because it was so creepy, like the dragon, Maleficent. Like, I just I don't that think one. I've ever seen Sleeping Beauty. No. Oh yeah, the animation on that with like the thorns and stuff. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, it, my when we were kids, it was like Aladdin, Lion King, yeah. Little Mermaid. Those were the ones that were like in theaters. Um, so these are movies I watched for the first time when I had kids. Yeah. And that's probably the way to watch them, either as a kid <laughs> or with kids. Yeah, yeah. So do you, did you sit there and think it's weird? Like, I mean, you were watching DuckTales with kids. Yes. Um, having well, first, seen it. My first, through two maybe episodes, I was like, oh, this is really just kind of a kid's show, isn't it? Yeah. And then maybe, I don't know, for the fourth or fifth episode, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But do you think, could you, can you understand, like, were, were you at any point like, oh, that's weird that Tori just watches this, like, without kids? Or do you think now you're like, oh, I could see, like, actually just watching an episode by myself as an adult human? Watching it while drinking coffee on a Saturday morning, I could not think of a better thing to do. <laughs> yes! I count that as a victory! That is 100% a victory. But! Okay. Don't ruin it. <laughs> All right. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. No, as my kids remind me, it's no Gravity Falls. I mean, they have yet to get to the third season. We, we have not found the right analogy, except for that Gravity Falls is the community. Oh, okay, no, did we lose them? But I like that you and I both, like, stopped moving, so for a second <laughs> I was looking at my computer like, am I frozen? Yeah, did I was wondering freeze? if it was the whole thing. <laughs> Then we both, like, leaned in. All right, well, we lost him. I'm sure he had a very... He had a point to make. It was definitely making sense. Um, Um, I mean, the clock keeps going, so, you know, we've got a little time left. Okay, so... Um, By the way, a lot of that same team has developed a show called Kid Cosmic, which is on Netflix. I've never seen it, but just looking them up. um, It's a lot of the same... It's the same creator. uh, They're part part of the team that created it. Uh, and also some of the same writers um, seem to have migrated over. So, yeah, um, I don't know anything about it other than same people. So, yeah, I need to. I feel like they. I feel like I had read stuff about them coming back, like either doing some sort of spinoff or whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it'll happen. Oh, is he back? Hey! Here we go. My computer just decided to restart. <laughs> and now you have a train going by. There is a train. <laughs> and I can hear it now really well on my headphones. Yeah. Alright, so, you were saying, uh, Gravity Falls is community. And we have not figured out the right, uh, well, uh, the right analogy for DuckTales yet. So I feel like DuckTales is going to be the mo- whatever the more mainstream. I, I mentioned Friends and they were like, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, old man. Um, okay, maybe not that. What is no. a actually solid? I mean, it's not Seinfeld. <laughs> My son said maybe The Office. Or like Parks and Rec or something. Oh, I think Parks and Rec would be a better analogy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Huh. 
I mean, Gravity Falls is just like inside jokes, inside jokes. Like right. the more you watch it, the more it's like layered and like it's something that like yeah. adults will appreciate a lot just because of like all the layering and the inside jokes. But this is more. I don't know. It, it really is. I feel like I understand wanting to watch that while drinking coffee on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And I do feel bad, like, because we are jumping around, everything does build, but you're not, it's hard to see that the way I've got it. So I am. um, We are watching the bonus episodes, and we are trying to get as much Della as we can. Yeah. Um, But I do recommend, if you get a chance, find a good Magicka one, because it's Catherine Tate. What is Magicka again? She's a witch. She's a witch. She's a witch. Uh, There's some good ones with her. But, uh, wow, that is a long train. Sorry, that's a freight train. Usually it's the uh, passenger train. But the freight trains are long. Oh, yeah. Um, loud. I'm very loud. The windows are open because it's the summer. How about the bear, though? Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Oh, yeah, wind- we did say... Yeah. Will you explain this to us? Do we need to watch it? Everyone's talking about it. Everybody needs to watch The Bear. It is, like, I have... People talk about wanting to, like, dole out shows slowly. Yeah. And, but I never... This is... I I made myself only watch two a night. Really? I just made... Because it was so easy. I could have stayed up all night. It's just so, so compelling and and oh it's just so good and intense and amazing and i don't and I don't. inaccurate how is it inaccurate oh i don't know apparently uh, chicago twitter there's a certain slice of chicago twitter that talks about how it makes no sense if, if you know chicago as a show mm-hmm. they're they're all like as a show it's fine whatever but I the Chicago of it makes no sense. Oh, it's yeah. weird for Chicago. I mean, most of it takes place in the back of the house. Right, but they're talking about how the neighborhood that they're portraying as, like, gritty is, like, oh, super posh second. and not at all oh. like what it is. And the restaurant that they're using, which is, I guess, a real restaurant, is not... Uh, like, I don't know anything about Chicago, but all, I, all I'm saying is that the... Uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy reading uh, tweets where people... There was my people one of my favorites... <laughs> was that, like, nothing has ever brought Chicago comedians, musicians, and TV film people together, like they're, like, pointing out inaccuracies in The Bear. <laughs> Aww. Um, but, like, but even but they it concede it's, it's a good show. But it's just, like, kitchen people? It's like people... It, so, it's like... Um, Jeremy Allen White, Lip from Gallagher. I don't know if he'll never not be Lip from Gallagher. Uh, Shameless. I've had this 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 wine that my my son. <laughs> I've literally had a bottle and a half tonight. You're doing fine. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, lip from Shameless. He inherits this uh, restaurant from his brother, who uh, kills himself, and he it's like it's like in horrible debt, and he's just trying to like. He's like, he went out and he became like one of the best chefs in the world and he's coming back and this is place is called the Original Beef 
It's like a sandwich shop, basically. <laughs> yeah. And he's trying to turn it into like a respectable restaurant. Yeah. And he bring uh, he brings in a new sous chef, but then otherwise everybody's the same, and it's just sort of like a like. They have to work together all the time, and they hate each other, but they also love each other. It's just that kind of show. So is there anyone else in it that... No, not really. Okay. Um, the brother... I, I Actually, I don't want to say who the brother is. Because you don't, you don't find out until, like, the sixth episode. I think you should say who the brother is. Is it Ron Livingston? No. Oh, God. <laughs> he he just appears briefly, and it's it's basically Roxana's favorite. Guy. Oh, it's Bernthal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, fine, you ruined it. Got oh. <laughs> I mean, a cameo got, is not like a. Yeah, he's he's got a brief cameo. Yeah. No one's gonna be mad because you ruined a brief cameo. Yeah. And, and if they and are, Jeremy then... Allen White, he was always like really dreamy and shameless as like sort of the fuck up little brother you're rooting for anyway yeah. and that's like his whole he's like the lead now and he's still playing somehow the fuck up who's like one of the best young chefs in America but right. still the fuck up and he's just so good and he's got these sleepy eyes you just want to like oh my god it sounds like so far what you're describing is mostly just it's just if you want to watch Jeremy Allen White, which yeah. is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, part of the appeal is Jeremy Allen White, and if you don't like, I don't know what's wrong with you if you don't like Jeremy Allen White. But it's like I don't know his work. Have either of you worked in a restaurant? Uh, Not a real restaurant. No, I worked at a creamy stand. I worked in like. Like fast foody kind of stuff. Yeah, I or to a brewery fast foodie too. But I think I think you'll still like appreciate it. It's just like really intense. Yeah. And I mean, it's such a small space with all of these people working together, and it really captures that. I did once but drop like, a pizza a... on my coworker's leg, <laughs> right out of the oven. I worked at KFC. <laughs> When I was uh, like 16, I worked at KFC for a month and then I quit because uh, I dropped chicken on the floor and then I threw it in the trash can and they were like, you pull that out. You can't throw that away. <laughs> I was like, really? What? Also, all the burners on the stove were covered in foil and then I was asked to like pull off the foil and replace it and just roaches. When I pulled off the foil, just roaches flew everywhere. I was like, holy shit. Why would you replace the foil? I feel like the foil is there for a reason. They should just leave <laughs> the foil. You have, to keep, you have to replace the foil every once in a while, I guess. I don't know. Why Otherwise, the roaches the get bold. Right. Why, also, why would you put foil on the burners? To keep the roaches down. <laughs> is that why? I, don't, I, I never understood that. Uh, I always foil. thought it was... Maybe, because, I don't know, but like, you know, when uh, you get grease spatters, mm -hmm. it might just be, make it easier to clean. Yeah. Because you don't have to like dig into the burner. You can just like get rid of the that foil. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. That makes sense. 
Sorry, Tori, I cut like you off. Cockroaches everywhere. And then pulling chicken out of the trash. I mean, fast food, I feel like, is a whole... Yeah. Other. That was my only experience, and then I went back to my uh, regular job as a teenager. Yeah. Which was uh, selling plasma. <laughs> Less stressful. <laughs> what were but the hours? No, no, you just sell plasma. I know, I'm <laughs> Did I ever tell you my story about selling plasma? <laughs> Which one? So, so, first of all, like, you're not allowed to sell plasma until you're 18. So I uh, forged uh, an ID <laughs> so that I could sell plasma. You're like... At it's 17. No, but you're like a... Captain America, like Steve trying to get into the army when he's mm -hmm. too young, except you're like, just take my blood. <laughs> Whatever. So, like, when I was a kid, or when I was that age, like 17, in Arkansas, the minimum wage was like, oh, you serious? <laughs> I mean, you have to you have to finish the story. Yeah, but... keep going. You got to finish it. <laughs> the minimum wage, I think, was $3.50. Right. But you could get uh, $20 for a plasma donation, and you could get... You could donate twice a week, and then like every three weeks or so, you could do it three times a week. So I would donate plasma whenever I could. Right. And that actually paid as much. So and uh, donating plasma, basically they take all of your blood out, they pull out the plasma, and then they pump your blood back in. It's about a two hour process of just like pulling out your blood. Right. And they so you're getting ten dollars an hour instead of, which is more than minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, uh, but it's like I had uh, I lived it out on the uh, in the suburbs of Little Rock, and I'd had to go to Little Rock to do this. And uh, one day I'm sitting here. They put on like movies so you could watch movies while you're giving plasma, and it's like a a lot of chairs around, and like these two guys were talking. And this one guy says to the other man, these two guys are like chatting together and like having a great time and talking about all the things they have in common. And this one guy says to the other guy, hey man, you know Rochelle? And the guy's like, yeah, I know Rochelle. I got a baby with Rochelle. And the other guy's like, no fucking way. I got a baby with Rochelle too. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they had just met. Yes. Like they clearly, they yes. were like, this was. And this was a, this was a positive, joyous experience I wouldn't for them. Say, it was like amusing. No, no. I mean, but, but they were not like broken up over it. Like they were not like. No, no, no. They, they didn't start a, a fight. Time. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Like, good, for no, we got, good for we them. We both have babies with the same woman. <laughs> you should have asked to meet Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> was she picking both of them up? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I felt like I really gamed the system when I got that job. And I, I still feel that way. Because like people they... were like working eight-hour shifts at KFC, and I was spending two hours giving plasma. But did you, really, did you really position it as like you got a job? Well, not really, but I made the same amount as right. people who had jobs. I, I brought my one of my friends, actually the guy who started Pajiba with me and I brought him over with me and I was like dude you gotta do this and I forged an ID for him <laughs> basically all you do is like 
use some little whiteout on your ID, and you could do this back then, not now. You white out your ID, change it a little bit, and then make a photocopy of your ID, and you're like, I lost my ID, here's a photocopy. Oh, wow. And well, he comes in, and he goes in the room, and then he just shoots all over the room. Because after he sees all the needles, and he's like, fuck this, and I'm out. So it does take a little fortitude to get plasma. Did you guys have... I don't know if your state did this. When I when I got my driver's license, they issued um, we had paper IDs, like like literally not like no photo, like it was a yellow piece of paper really? that was your driver's license, and you had to pay to get a photo ID. I don't think they do that anymore. What? So I, no. I think eventually they were like, that's horrible, like that, and like. <laughs> I was getting it in like 1999, you know, <laughs> like, but yeah, Vermont still issued, like when you got your driver's license, it was a yellow piece of paper and then, oh. and you had to pay $20 to get a photo, like a proper laminated photo what? ID. It's, it's crazy because like my, my, my son is of the age where he's about to start, he's eligible to take a driver's ed in like a week. Yeah. And we were talking to some people in Massachusetts last week and they were like, Oh, don't don't take driver's ed in Massachusetts. They were like, you have to take driver's ed in order to be eligible for a driver's permit, and then you have to have seventy hours of driving to get your license. And when I was literally, my dad took me into a parking lot to learn how to drive, mm -hmm. and then we went to the DMV and took the tests, and that was it. There was no 70 hours or... Yeah. I don't think there was 70. I mean, I had to do drivers. I had to get... So I think it was... We did it like reverse. It was like I could... I got my permit. And then I think I... didn't get I, a permit until they did driver's ed. I feel like I took driver's ed after I got the permit. Like I had yeah. to have the permit to get into driver's ed. Yeah. Then you do driver's ed. Then when you're at a certain age, as long as you've done driver's ed you can then go and, and try to get your license. Yeah, it was the same for me, except that we weren't required to do driver's ed, So, it, but you needed the permit to practice legally. Right, yeah, because that was the whole so. thing. You had, you, once you were a certain age, you could just get the permit, and yeah. then the idea was you had to be, to be driving with your permit, you had your parent in the car, so that yeah. was your, you didn't have to have 70 hours, but you were yeah. getting whatever. Practice, yeah. My yeah. understanding is, in Massachusetts, at this moment, is like, driver's ed, permit 70 hours or you wait until you're 18. I mean, Massachusetts needs to do better at teaching their drivers. So I'm glad they're <laughs> making that happen. I mean, driving around Boston is like hell. Right. And mass there's holes are no terrible. Worse, yeah. There's no worse drivers than Boston. I hate is, when they come to Vermont because I can see that. I'm like, I know your license plate. I know your license plate. You're Horrible. Boston drivers don't care about other drivers. You just have to, like, look out for yourself. That's all it is. Yeah. The only thing worse is New Jersey drivers, um, mostly because you're not going to run into them. Like, on most of the roads in Vermont, it's not a problem because it's just two lane and, like, nobody cares. But, like, if you run into them on, like, 89 or, like, one of the, like, very few highways that we have. Um, 89 is the best highway in America. Yeah. Because it's still just... <laughs> It's still so small, um, and Vermont and Vermont takes but Vermont also takes it very seriously that like left lane is for passing only, yes. like don't. But yeah, so Jersey, it's like you always know it's a Jersey person because they like don't signal and then they just sit in the left lane because like the idea of 
passing lanes in New Jersey. Like that's not a thing. Like there are just lanes, all lanes are for you to sit in. And then I went to New Jersey and I was like, of course, because they have like six lane non highways. It's just a road that has six lanes. Also, it's still full service only in Jersey. Which yeah, is Jersey. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. So they're just always, you know, nobody signals, nobody cares. They're not <laughs> is looking. A, is that a thing in California, Dan? Full service? Uh, Gas stations? No. no. I mean, I they, maybe they exist Jersey somewhere, now. but it's Jersey and Oregon. Oregon, you still can't pump. Oregon, too? Yeah. It's such a weird. Um, Imagine, like, being forced to have someone, like, pump your gas. Yeah. No. The, the last time like, I drove there, I forgot, and... Like, I was, like, got out, and I was about to pump, and the guy was like, oh, no, 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 remember, you're in Oregon. I was like, oh, that's right, sorry. <laughs> and then I'm you so have sorry. to, like, tip. Oh, my God. I Speaking of which, I went to the movies I a few tip. days ago, and I bought, like, candy, and they were like, how much would you like to tip? And I'm like, what? I just, I, I'm at the movie theater. I'm buying $6 candy, and now I have to tip. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. I mean, you, 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 could be a, I you could be a jerk about it. I know, I, I know. I employees always, are working hard. Well, I don't tip at the movie theater, but they, I don't think they give me a slot to tip. It's like... They gave me a slot, and I was like, I couldn't, I had to tip. It was like, because it, was, it wasn't even like a receipt. It was like a, on the it was card like, reader. Yeah, but... You know what you don't have to tip, Dustin, is your pocket when you just smuggle in candy. Yeah, it's true. You should try carrying Usually, a purse... Usually I highly recommend it. Cargo pants. Go to Walgreens beforehand, <laughs> but in this particular occasion, and my son, whatever, he got Mike and Ike's, and is and like five minutes in the movie, he's like, I don't like Mike and Ike's. Yeah, those are trash candy. Why did he get Mike yeah. and Ike's? So you spent six dollars. So you tipped I for tipped trash candy. I had to candy. go back and buy M and M's for him Ugh. and tip no. again. It's the the crunch bunch bunch of crunches whatever that oh, is. Oh, those are good. Yeah, the I chocolate right. Yeah. So those yeah. and sour patch kids. My goal whenever I go to a movie is to eat an entire box of sour patch kids to the point where my tongue is burnt from the chemicals. <laughs> if I walk out of a movie theater being able to taste, I've made a mistake. Mm. <laughs> I have I'm to- like Roxana. I like to put peanut M&Ms in the popcorn. Mm. And like every other Bite of popcorn has a peanut M&M in it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. I told you what happened when I went to see Morbius, and I went to the taco joint next door, and the bartender screwed up um, somebody else's order. And so as I was leaving, he was like, do you want to – like, somebody had ordered a cocktail, and he made it wrong, so then he just had an extra cocktail. And so I was, like, paying my bill, saying, like, I got to go to see Morbius. And he's like, uh – do you want a cocktail to go? <laughs> yes. Like free cocktail? And I was like, yes. So I tipped him so well. And he poured that like mistaken cocktail into a cup with a straw. And I had to, but again, like oh I'm going God. to the movie theater. So I had to smuggle it upright in my purse, mm. like with the straw and everything trying. Think about women. They have purses that yeah. can sink so much shit in. Yeah. You can carry a man bag, Dustin. Yeah. Mm, not good. <laughs> Jack Bauer carried a, one in 24. It's great. Uh, fanny pack? Have you, fanny you pack. could bring that back. And they're, yeah, they're you were absolutely they're right. Uh, cargo Only pants. Only advantage women have is the ability to sneak things in. The only advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, it's fair. Speaking. <laughs> I mean, the way rights are being taken away, you exactly know, like, that. if they come for my purse. <laughs> 
The Supreme Court better not make any rulings. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> this is all I've got, man. <laughs> On that note, it feels like we've reached the end of uh, this week's episode. We did an hour of DuckTales. We did, we did an hour of DuckTales. Well, you got, you got in yeah, about you three minutes the of bear. the bear. Yeah, it's important that we covered the bear. Was it? And <laughs> I've had so much wine. <laughs> you have. How's that uh, mezcal treating you? Uh, it's good. It's nice. I'm, not as, not as Did you finish well the bottle? I didn't finish the bottle. I finished what I what I made. How much um, of the bottle do you have left? Oh, I still have like half the bottle. Oh, I was going to say, can you finish it really quickly, like on camera? So we Probably can not. Um, Two empty bottles. <laughs> some of us have work to do still for redacted, redacted. So, That's fair. You know. Okay. Um, but and people uh, still don't understand the redacted, redacted. Well, some people will understand it, and uh, some people, Other people d- do not. don't don't need to. It's fine. Um, Anyway, that's the show. We'll be back next week. We have a very important friend. More <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, with uh, six more episodes of DuckTales for the second half. And then maybe or two ten. more bottles of wine. <laughs> have a good night. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the camera. It took me a few weeks. I'm into it. Dustin being like right up in there yelling. It's the best. Oh, man.